Time to express yourself. Where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. We're living at a time when attention is the new currency. Pete Cashmore, founder of Mashable.com. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For today's show, Be The Star You Are, once again wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported us through the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit btsya.org. That's btsya.org. Every dollar counts and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music. That's iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Julia, your host for today's show, and we're going to dive into the world of social media and branding. In segment one, it'll be yours truly telling you all about social media storytelling. And in our last segment, Kevin is going to tell us how AI is revolutionizing social media branding. So I'm back with passion and action. And today I'm here to tell you how social media can showcase our stories. Stories are what humans live on. Exactly. Water, shelter, sustenance, all of that. But most of all, stories. They predate everything. Social media, your English teacher, absolutely everything. We love stories because they're what connect us together. When your friend tells you a relatable story about how water just tastes so much better in the middle of the night, or when you read your old journal entries from third grade, maybe chatting with your friends in line for lunch, stories have this profound power to captivate us. Of course, not every story resonates with everyone. I don't go reading American Psycho when I'm feeling like a hot cocoa Christmas romance, am I? Well, social media storytelling is the same. The way you brand through social media is telling your unique story. Having people associate you with a certain aesthetic, even certain words, is worth any research or production effort. You can cut through all that fluff on the internet and connect with your customers, not just about what you're selling, but the emotion and feeling going with it. First things first, social media humanizes your brand. It's like giving your business a friendly face, a person they trust. Your online persona can be relatable, engaging, and even funny. Remember, you're not just selling products, you're building relationships. Now, let's talk about traffic. No, not the kind that makes you late for school. I'm talking about web traffic. Social media is like the ultimate digital highway that leads straight to your website. 
It's where you can convert visitors into loyal customers. But wait, there's also more. Social media can also help you generate leads. You can slide into those DMs and make sales pitches in a few clicks. And when someone sends you a message, remember, they're not just saying hi. They're saying hello. Tell me why I should buy your product. Want to build a brand identity? Well, the key is consistency. Your brand identity should be consistent as you forgetting to turn off your notifications before class. Whether you're posting on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, make sure your brand's core identity stays the same. Well, who's going to trust you if they have to trust a hundred different versions of you? And don't just post, participate. Social media is like an never-ending party, and you need to be the life of it. Respond to comments, like, share, and engage with your audience. After all, if someone took the time to comment on your post, it's only polite to respond. Oh, and let's not forget to recycle. No, I'm not talking about saving the planet, although that's important too. I mean repurposing your content. Turn that blog post into a series of tweets or that webinar into a TikTok video. So now let me give you an example of a brand that has been rocking the storytelling game for quite some time now, and that's Dove, the skincare brand. Big reason behind its success is its refusal to follow the typical beauty industry secret of using supermodels and airbrushed ads. Instead, they shine a real light on real people with real stories. One of their standout campaigns showcased women confidently embracing their different body shapes and life stages. Sure, Dove's storytelling style didn't escape controversy, especially with their super successful real beauty campaign back in 2013. But despite the haters, Dove powered through because their campaign and relatable content were genuinely making a difference. It hit home with people everywhere. And Dove didn't just stop there. To reconnect with male viewers who felt a bit left out by the real beauty campaign, they launched the Men Care campaign. This time, it was all about a military man deployed far from home, missing his kids. The ad showed us how Dove stepped up and brought his family to him. This move wasn't just about pushing Dove products. It also touched the hearts of fathers who could relate to these emotions. Plus, it launched around Father's Day, which was a clever touch. So, do you want to be like Dove? First things first, get to know your audience inside out. Understand their struggles, their pain points, and then figure out how to tackle them in your social media storytelling. Secondly, find a human angle for your brand, no matter what you're selling. Even if it's soap, you can still dive into topics like body image and family issues as long as it resonates with your target audience. It's about connecting on a real human level. Nike didn't just hop on the brand storytelling train, they steered it. Back in 2017, their equality campaign didn't just make waves, it made a splash by leveraging their brand influence to shed light on disparities and ignite a call to action. They weren't merely selling sneakers or sportswear, they were offering people a chance to be part of something bigger. In 2017, they committed $5 million to organizations focusing on equality. They had their finger on the pulse of cause-driven marketing, a trend that's now essential part of brand strategy. So, the big lesson? Discover a cause that resonates with your audience and seamlessly weaves it into your brand's narrative. This strategy is particularly potent for millennials and Gen Z, who actively seek out brands with a clear perspective and a passion for driving change. So here are some key insights. 
Identify a cause that matters to your audience, especially when you're targeting the, that younger audience. Aligning your brand with meaningful movements or causes can not only enhance your reputation, but also draw in more customers who share your values. Stories are our lifeblood, and social media is our stage. Embrace the power of storytelling to connect, engage, and inspire, just like Nike and Dove have, shaping brands that stand for something more than just their products. Know your audience and weave in a cause and watch your brand come alive. In this digital age, you have the tools and the power to make a difference, to connect with like-minded peers, and to inspire change. Embrace the challenges, celebrate your successes, and never underestimate the impact your stories can have on others. That's all the time we have for this segment. Make sure you stay tuned for our next segment where I'll explain how to tell your story on social media. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at info at That's info at Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at bethestarur.org. You can get involved with Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter and make a donation to be the star you are. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us follow us on instagram at voice america talk radio and see what we're cooking up for you You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm your host, Julia, and right now we have our reporter, Kevin. Hi, everybody. I'm Kevin Chu, a Be The Star You Are reporter. Our segment is AI and Us, which talks about how AI can and does affect our lives. Today, I will discuss how AI influences branding through social media. By branding, I don't mean using a hot iron to give animals a very permanent tattoo, 
but about how company is viewed by the public. Although they're pretty similar when you think about it, since a negative image is very difficult to shake once a company gains it. Unless you're an unshakable mega corporation like Amazon, things can go downhill quite quickly once the public can suppose you. And even Amazon has to take care of its public image. It's even more important when your company is just starting, as you have no loyal customer base or anybody even knows that your company exists and what it does. At that point, advertisement and social media is pretty much your sole lifeline and savior in this digital age. Ads and entertainment are just generally hated upon by the population for very good reasons, and billboard ads, while effective, are starting to lose their luster in the modern world. Social media is one of the very few platforms, and by far the most effective, that fulfills the conditions of having an audience that's not too preoccupied with something else because, let's face it, you go to social media, you and your board, and don't have anything more interesting or important to do, and is also large enough to have any realistic effect on sales. Because it's so popular, however, there's a lot of competition you have to face when hundred advertising, and the price of the available advertising spots skyrockets because of that competition. As such, advertising on social media needs to be done in the most effective way possible to ensure that no money is wasted. Luckily, the god of desperate students, AI, is here to help. One way AI can help with branding on social media is by performing data analysis. More specifically, analysis of consumer habits, behavior, preferences, etc. Businesses can use these to fine-tune their advertising plans or products to make them more presentable and attractive to the general populace. AI operates like a detective version of the Flash in the world of data. It can sift through immense amounts of information at speeds unimaginable for humans. Through social media platforms, AI gathers data on what people like, share, and engage with. It tracks hashtags they use, the influencers they follow, and the trends they participate in. This wealth of data is a goldmine for businesses. And just consider a small startup aiming to sell eco-friendly products. AI analysis might reveal that environmentally conscious hashtags are trending, and influencers passionate about sustainability are gaining traction. On with this knowledge, a startup can strategically design its social media content to align with these trends. Well-placed sponsor posts, utilizing the right hashtags, and perhaps collaborating with a relevant influencer could significantly boost the visibility and appeal of their brand. Moreover, AI helps in understanding the sentiment of social media users. They analyze comments, reviews, and mentions to gush whether the public perception of a brand is positive, negative, or neutral. This sentiment analysis is crucial in shaping effective branding strategies. With the negative sentiment bring, AI can quickly alert businesses to address the issue before it escalates. Another powerful tool in the AI arsenal is predictive analysis. Recognizing patterns in consumer behavior, AI can predict future trends. This forecasting ability is invaluable for businesses planning their branding strategies. For instance, if AI predicts an upcoming surge in interest in sustainable packaging, the company can practically align its branding message with this prediction. Let's not forget personalization. AI can create highly personalized experiences for social media users. By understanding individual preferences, it ensures that the right content reaches the right audience. User frequently engages in fitness-related content, a sports apparel brand might use AI to tailor advertisements specifically promoting their new activewear line to this user. Furthermore, AI simplifies processes of targeted advertising. Instead of businesses casting a wide net and hoping to reach a target audience, AI enables precise targeting. When a company wants to promote a new gaming laptop, AI can ensure that the ads reach individuals who have shown an interest in gaming hardware or related content. Chatbots, also a point of AI, can also be a major point of assistance in advertising. They provide instant responses, tirelessly handle inquiries, and offer a seamless conversational experience. In the branding through social media, chatbots serve as an invaluable tool for enhancing customer engagement. Firstly, they offer real-time interaction. 
Imagine a potential customer visiting Kopmundi's social media page with questions about a product. Instead of waiting for hours or even days for an email response, Chatbot can instantly provide information, keeping the customer engaged and satisfied instead of leaving them on hold for 12 hours with elevated music. Moreover, chatbots continue to contribute to personalization. By analyzing user interactions and preferences, they can tailor responses and recommendations. For instance, if a user frequently inquires about vegan options, a food brand's chatbot might practically provide information about new plant-based offerings. Chatbots also play a crucial role in guiding customers to the funnel, sales funnel. They can assist in product selection, provide detailed information, and even facilitate the purchase process. This ensures a smooth and efficient customer journey, positively impacting the brand image. Furthermore, chatbots are available 24-7, which is a significant advantage in the global and dynamic landscape of social media. This constant availability contributes to brand reliability. Customers know they can get information or assistance whenever they need it, fostering trust in the brand. Furthermore, as businesses increasingly operate in the digital sphere, the risk of online fraud and cyber threats becomes more pronounced. AI powered fraud detection systems are instrumental in safeguarding a brand's reputation. One key aspect is identity verification. AI algorithms can analyze patterns of user behavior, detect anomalies, and might indicate fraudulent activities. This is crucial for maintaining a secure online environment, assuring users that their interactions with the brand are protected. Another critical role is in transaction monitoring. monitoring. Fraud detection systems can analyze vast amounts of data in real time to identify suspicious transactions. This not only protects the business from financial losses, but also prevents negative experiences for customers who might fall victim to fraudulent activities. Moreover, AI contributes to the proactive identification of emerging threats. While continuously learning from new data, AI systems can evolve to recognize and counteract evolving fraud tactics. This adaptability is crucial in an ever-changing digital landscape. The impact of fraud on a brand can be severe. Incidents of data breaches or online scams not only result in financial losses, can also irreversibly damage the trust customers place in a brand. Proactive and robust fraud detection system ensures that the brand's online ecosystem remains secure and reliable. Conclusion, as AI continues to evolve, its impact on branding through social media becomes increasingly pronounced. Data analysis allows businesses to deeply understand both the general situation in the social media world, as well as an individual themselves. Chatbots enhance customer interactions, providing instant personalized and efficient engagement, and fraud detection systems protect the brand's integrity by ensuring a secure online environment. Synergy of these AI applications contribute to a positive brand image, fostering trust and loyalty in the digital age. AI is an amazing tool, and one that can be used in countless ways if we're wise enough to develop it. Potential is limitless. What I'll talk about today is the minute fraction of what you can do now and in the future. Thank you for listening. Wow, that's absolutely incredible how AI has so many implications for marketing, but also for fraud detection. I know in social media, trends are huge in that kind of marketing sphere. I mean, something that will go viral, like um, even in June, will not go viral now. So how does AI's role in data analysis kind of extend to predicting and capitalizing off of these emerging trends? Data analysis can help in protecting and capitalizing on those trends because AI, as you know, data analysis are much more efficient than humans and also much more widespread. So they can catch a trend even if it's in the early stages, as they can contrast the growth between how many times it was mentioned maybe last week or even yesterday to today, and thus predict how it will grow in the future and thus capitalize on it before it grows large and it it makes a company just seem like a bandwagoner. And it can... 
and through that, it can an AI use that to continuously jump on new trends, jump on new trends, and promote the brand's image over and over again. Uh, no, at a minor risk, at only a very minor risk, because of how accurate AI can be nowadays. Wow, that's super interesting. How much AI has evolved? I mean. I remember even throughout the progress of this year, AI has grown immensely. I mean, it's a little frightening almost. Uh, another thing I was wondering is how can businesses kind of effectively utilize sentiment analysis to address potential issues and maintain a positive brand perception? Uh, like I mentioned before, uh, AIs, can use, uh, AIs can use the analysis, well, uh, like in the first question you asked, to see how users are acting or what they're posting about and especially, and especially what they're posting about for a certain company, like if they're like everything part of reviews, like this product was great, or I had a really good customer service, or if they're leaving negative reviews, like I did not like this product, I didn't have a good experience, and things like that. And through those, uh, brands can appropriately uh, identify whether or not the uh, customers enjoy their experience or whether or not. And if they're not enjoying the experience, they can easily find out what exactly is the issue with the product, uh, the service, or anything like that. If they're having a positive experience, then they can continue capitalizing on its strength and continue capitalizing on what the customers enjoyed and continue to uh, advertise to the customers. Yeah, and how does, this is another thing I was wondering, how do kind of the people working at these startups, at these companies, how, what kind of AI platforms do they use and how they kind of interact with the AI? I mean, is, is the AI creating marketing plans for them or is the AI just collecting information? Uh, more base, it depends on how advanced AI is. Uh, less advanced AI, which aren't extremely difficult to create, are often, are often just involved in data analysis and seeing how are often just involved in collecting data and seeing how the general trend. Like it might count the number of positive views, the amount of neutral views, the amount of negative views, something simple like that. Because while that might seem a bit impressive given how large the internet is, you have to remember that AI's, AI's greatest weakness isn't in how far or how much power it takes, but in how creative it thinks. And it, only generative, only advanced generative AI could really create an actually usable uh, sophisticated business plan that I use because uh, low tier generative AI are honestly not very good. One of my friends created one. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends created one. And honestly, it all was very funny. 90% of what I came up with was absolutely incomprehensible. And I didn't understand a single bit of it. <laughs> but yeah. That's so, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I've seen that too. I mean, uh, recently I'm taking this like poetry class. And one of the kids tried to use, I think it was ChatGPT. They tried to generate poetry using ChatGPT. And it was so obvious, the limitations on AI's creativity. But do you think that's like a potential in the future? Like, do you think generative AI is going to take over like the jobs of like these people who work in marketing? Do you think they're going to work together? Uh, well, I think there is a slight possibility that they may take the jobs. I think it's much more likely that they'll work together because... At least, and I don't think that even if they do take the jobs, it won't be happening for a very, very long time because it's really hard to replicate the human brain and all its intricacies and most of all, creativity and innovation in something like um, something like an AI because there's always unexpected situations happening in marketing and business and you can't always solve a uh, situation just by relying on past trends or what worked in the past. 
And in that case, humans are always going to be needed. So unless it's like centuries in the future, I don't think AI is going to be taking um, jobs from people very anytime soon. But I believe I believe it's very simple to see in the future that the AI and people will work together because they very much make up for each other's weaknesses. For example, AI is very thorough, very quick in data analysis. Anything starts to do a lot of things at once. While humans are excellent, are excel at sort of interpreting that and how to react to that, and AI can then implement those strategies much faster and quicker than a human can. Yeah, of course, of course. And I feel like, obviously, being humans, we can, like I, I mentioned before in like an earlier segment, I talked about how in marketing it's so important to appeal to the customers, not just as people, not to just throw your products at them, but to connect with them on a human level, and. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not the expert here, but I don't think AI has been developed to the extent where it can make genuine human connection, but I know it's getting better. Like recently I was playing around with ChatGPT once again with my friends and we were, I think we were asking it to like come up with this like heartwarming essay in response to a prompt. And we've noticed that um, AI, especially this kind of generative AI is starting to be able to generally replicate human emotions and even make us feel things. So how do you, do you think AI is ever going to be able to replace that kind of human component of marketing? Uh, I believe so. As long as it's in text and stuff like that. Yes, I believe so. If they're making speeches, then I believe that's the more <laughs> difficult to do, you know, but I believe, <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, on the human connection level on just through text uh, personally, just through text is honestly not going to be that hard for people to replicate because Text is, in general, it's just a lot easier to lie on. I mean, lots of people have been lying on the internet for long, long times, lying about what jobs they have, about what they do, how old they are, things like that. Because text on the internet, because text on or social media or things like that are very reliable because, well, it's kind of hard to fact check it all. And there's so much coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's honestly just words. And it's, yeah. just, it's just typing and even writing is better than typing. Yeah, I mean, it's so much easier because you can kind of, because writing is something you can kind of just mimic. You can like kind of synthesize all this like different, all these different like in the example of that like heartwarming essay, you can find all sorts of different essays, you can find the techniques and it's a lot easier. I think especially in the essay format because it's so structured, right? There are like certain almost formulas to like getting these emotional responses. That's why poetry kind of gets awkward because poetry is almost like a creative art, but it's yeah. It's very free form. Yeah, exactly. It's it's something that the the main like appeal of poetry is that each kind of um, poet has their own unique voice or another way of fitting the words together. It's like a it's like a puzzle almost, but each it's something only humans can kind of fit together. But another thing I was going to ask was, do you have any like specific examples of how businesses have kind of used personalized advertisements to enhance their brand presence on social media using AI? Yes, some specific brands that have used uh, AI to enhance their social media branding are Coca-Cola, which used it to increase their social media engagement by 42%, which is quite large. Uh, McDonald's, which increased sales by 27% from the local media advertising campaigns. And then Sephora, which used which was able to increase their sales by 10%, which, while not as large as uh, Coca-Cola and McDonald's, was still quite a massive boost to their sales. Wow, forty-two percent is insane. That's that's mm-hmm. huge progress. When did that happen? Like, when was this? Uh, I'm not 
too sure, but I'd say probably somewhat recently, since the source I pulled this from came out in 2023. Oh, interesting. Okay. So do you think, because nowadays I feel like most kind of these big brands use AI. Are there any that like, is it still a thing not to use AI or is that like obsolete? Uh, I'd assume there still probably are a few businesses that use AI. But I'd imagine that a lot of those businesses have also likely fell behind in marketing in terms, and they're probably not one of the top brands that you know, since to stay on top of the market is a constant battle. And AI is probably one of the most potent tools, aside from the invention of the internet itself, to use in that battle. And if you're not using it, then it's you're massively falling behind competitors in marketing, sales, customer service, even just in IRL shopping. Yeah. There's like a peer pressure component. I mean, so AI is taking over the world, but not like in the in the scary, like, oh my gosh, the robots are gonna steal our jobs. It's 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 more of a tool, right? We're still in control. Do you think in your opinion, are are us humans still kind of in control of the AI? Because I know there's some like ethical concerns related to AI and marketing. I believe that yes, we're still in control of AI. But not in, but in a very, I guess, if you ask if we could just could stop, if we could live without AI at this moment right now, I think we could, but life would be a lot harder. And I think that in the near future, maybe even the next decade, I'd say that I, AI is going to become so much more central to life that life without it might just be totally different than what it is, than what it would be with, with it. And maybe soon in the future, we're going to become so reliant on it that we probably won't be controlling that the, in control of it anymore but i'd say that's um, yeah but definitely not in like yeah definitely not in like a terminator way i'd say that's probably one of the <laughs> least likely scenarios exactly than- <laughs> yeah that's what I, I always hear that all over the place like when we even have like a presentation recently in school where they were talking about okay this was specifically on ai for like cheating or mm-hmm. you know cheating academic integrity but mm-hmm. the way people make it out to be is that AI is like controlling us and influencing us, which it is, I guess, in marketing. But mm-hmm. I feel like people forget that AI is a tool, like mm-hmm. as long as we have the right strategies to kind of using it. So what, how would you recommend in your opinion, how do we like stay in control of the AI we create and what are the best practices moving into the future? I'd say that getting complete control of AI is probably not going to be very effective. So I'd say, I don't remember uh, what movie this was. I remember there's a movie that I saw that took place in sort of a futuristic um, uh, world. And it mainly just had three basic uh, uh, roles that were installed in AI, don't humans, uh, don't lie. And one other one I can't remember, but I'd say that's, but I'd say that general sort of thing, uh, that uh, general sort of rules that are installed in every AI uh, that, that they have to follow that would, would probably be a pretty good uh, blocker to stop being any sort of AI takeover or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and what are your opinions about like the ethical implications of AI and marketing? I mean, all, all of all of course, people are worried about like transparency and their privacy. What do you think about that? I think I don't think it's a massive problem, and I don't think the core problem of it is that it's that the companies are using it in that sort of way. So, because uh, AI is just really at this point is yeah, it's just another tool. So I don't think people should be taking an issue with AI, but rather the companies who are actually using it in that sort of way. Yeah, I mean, if I, you, yeah. yeah. Keep going. Yeah, if you're getting, yeah, if you're getting, for example, like a stalker, like you're not going to blame the camera company for it, right? You're going to blame the stalker himself, right? That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that works. 
Completely, yeah. And I know, do you think there should be any, like, I don't know, government intervention related to AI? I, I don't know if, are there any, like, current government policies on the use of AI? Maybe, like, if it's related to, like, intellectual property, or maybe it's related to, like, regulation and businesses. Is there any of that going on? Uh, I'm not too sure about that. I haven't looked too much in the political aspect of it, but I think there are at least a few regulations on the use of AI. And I do know that there is one, like you just mentioned, infrastructure policy, but I can't remember the specifics of it. I do think that there are some, and they're quite, they're fairly recent, but yes, it's not, it's not completely unmanaged for by the U.S. government. Interesting. So do you mm -hmm. think there should be kind of like government intervention in this kind of sphere of like AI and marketing? Because there's like, because the government has stepped in before and I think it was like, there was like some sort of like data leak or there's all sorts of scandals like that. Do you think, how involved do you think the government should be in AI and marketing or just AI in general? I think the government, I think the government's uh, perspective on AI or I guess its attitude for AI right now is fairly, I think it's fairly good for now. Since if they took too strong of an attitude toward it and started regulating it, then AI would kind of be choked out, wouldn't be allowed to grow, and wouldn't be allowed to grow its full potential like it could. And, but I think also if they were too lenient with it, then some malicious AIs would start spreading around. And with how powerful AI can be, that's definitely going to be a humongous hassle to handle. So yeah, I think the government's attitude right now of definitely keeping a watch over it, putting in some rules for it, making sure it's not used, but also not trying to choke it out or being too wary of it is a pretty good attitude. It's pretty good right now. I don't think yeah. it's being too, and you're being too strong right now. I mean, I guess it's hard to kind of make these like concrete policies when AI is constantly evolving. Like every day there's a new model that comes out and it's kind of like a gray area for now because nothing is really stable. Mm -hmm. And another thing I was wondering, like, Suppose you were like a teenager, maybe you have like a small business. How could you use AI to like help you in that small business? Because if you don't have, if you don't really have any data to protect, how would you use AI? Or how would you advise them to use AI? Uh, one way I used to advise them to use AI, like I mentioned before, is to basically help, probably uh, uh, try to, like I mentioned before, trend analysis and try to sort of, is ride the wave of a recent trend and and see how that and see how that goes because if trend gets popular enough and you're already attached to it, inevitably you're going to get a, a, a customer base. And while some of those and while other people might leave when the trend is over, there's definitely going to be a, a few customers left over that can that and you at the point you'll have a, a little customer base. Yeah, so that's probably yeah, that's probably the best way for a startup to use AI. And also, and later on it. Uh, if they grow more, but they don't have enough people to, you know, uh, look over everything, then AI can also be used uh, as sort of general uh, data analysis worker. Yeah, totally. And when you say like AI, suppose you're like, okay, pretend I'm a student, I'm trying to start a business, I am, I know absolutely nothing about AI. Like, are there any like specific platforms that do it for you that you'd recommend? Is there anything like, what are your like super easy like go-to steps? Easy go-to steps, like for creating an AI or AI's user? Or like, whether you're like creating an AI or if there's anything, because like a lot of these like high schoolers, if they're trying to use AI, they might feel overwhelmed. They're like, oh my gosh, all these terms, what am I going to do? Can you like make it super easy? Like for, pretend you're like explaining it to a third grader. How is there any like steps? Like, steps? like, like, or like, oh, how about this? Like creating your own, like if you're creating your own AI platform, like, 
what what what's like the typical approach for doing that if you're like because you you mentioned like creating like an ai model or something like that like how do you usually do that so it's pretty difficult to do your own so first off we get a team because you're going to have to collect data and that's a lot of data probably probably if you want to get a good one probably thousands of data points at least uh to create uh to get at least a basis for data analysis and for coding i've done it I tried, there's one I used before to create a chatbot, but I forgot. No, totally, uh, totally. How did you how did you like go about creating it though? Like, what was your process? I'm just really interested. To be honest, it was very it was very confusing because we had to search up a lot. And honestly, a lot of it was less coding ourselves than searching up and then importing packages and then copying with code. Because honestly, coding a code chatbot itself was probably not the most difficult part, but rather trying just understand what everything did and that probably took the largest part of it mm. oh i see that i see that so it was a lot of like you kind of just have to piece together what you want did you like when you were creating some sort of ai chatbot like what kind of like packages did you import from were there like existing models online like i know absolutely nothing yeah. so we, used some hugging, we used some hugging face models and then a few more but i can't remember what all of them were since we had I think they were like 50, there were a lot of them. Like, in, like the first 15 lines of the code were just importing packages, probably more. Interesting. And like, this goes back to like what we were talking about earlier about like um, startups and these companies using AI. Do you think in the future, or are there already like people who specialize in using AI or creating mm -hmm. like an AI strategy for um, different companies? Or do you think that's something that's coming in the future? Uh, like people who, wait, can I ask a question? Oh, wait. People who specialize in like yeah, like an AI, AI marketing strategy, oh. or like a or or are there people who do analysis on it? Could because I know a lot of companies you you mentioned earlier they're transitioning into using AI in these different kind of departments. Do you think mm -hmm. are there people who like specialize in saying hey AI can enhance your performance here and here? Is that something like that's very different for the different applications? Like how does that work? Like how like how would you use AI in different applications? I don't wait. Are there are there like people in charge of that who are like specializing specifically in like the applications of AI? Oh yeah, probably. I say so. I wouldn't. Maybe. Yes, I believe so. Since it's not like you just let loose AI in the world, you have to make it first as well. So as I say, there probably is a team, and probably uh, large companies or even small companies might uh, probably have yeah, a team at this point dedicated to using AI, analyzing AI, creating AI, and use them. And also, uh, I found, I remember the, I was listening to early messages, and I found in one, and the main, the main, uh, I guess, method we used to create a chopper was Langchain and Langflow. Hmm. And like, another thing I had was like, is AI research? Because I know there are all sorts of people who study, they, they do computer science and learn how to like make these chatbots, like you said. How about like, in, in that apartment of like AI research, is that, I know that's like an emerging field. What is that? Is that like developing AI? Is that like seeing the applications? Like, tell me more about that. Like AI research? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I assume that's probably more into seeing how seeing how far you can take AI. And probably, I said, yeah, uh, it's just probably more into seeing how is the limits of where I, where I can go at the time, how creative it can be, um, what I can't do, what I can't do probably risky things and probably more specific things like 
how could it be used to, how can you apply it to this problem? How can you use it to solve this? Probably, if I think it's probably a very problem-oriented subject. Yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like AI to me, is such it's fascinating because um, it's so unknown and it's constantly evolving. Like you said before, you can't really create these policies based off of it when there's constantly new models coming out. And I think it's just this one of the most like powerful emerging fields like in this day and age. But this conversation was great, but we're out of time for today's show. And as always, we express our gratitude to Starshell Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our audio engineer, Andrew. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more information about Be the Star You Are charity, visit www.bethestarur.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio, where social media is changing the world a little bit every day. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself.